phase three lesson seven uh the work of the flesh uh part three guys um we've been uh we did uh other number one and we're done with it so now we're doing other number two guys it's very short you know if i had seen that is this short i'm telling you i would not have cut off that one nevertheless no damage no harm right uh let's go to romans 8 verse 1 to 2 it says therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit guys first of all this verse is very very important you know i talk too much but i need to talk too much especially in this case therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus you know many translations they stop there i don't know why who's this witch decided to cut off Jesus's message and just say, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I mean, guys, this scripture draws a line on whether you will go to heaven or hell because it continues by saying, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. You know, I realized this problem when I was still going to church and the pastors were busy opening for there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. They stopped there. And I was like, let me check if this thing is all right. Because I, I, I always check, guys. I'm, I'm always like this. I don't trust anyone. So I check. And I looked at the other translations. And I'm like, this scripture doesn't stop there. But it stops there. I, I, I think it's NIV. I'm not too sure. I think it's NIV. It stops there. The sad part is that who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. This is where. Everything draws the line. And they left that very important part. As it is, you find, especially young people, you know, guys with young people, blood is still running. Their blood is still running like crazy. Guys, my blood is still Guys, I'm, I'm not that old. I mean, hello, you can hear it from my voice. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my 30s. So uh, my blood is still, I mean, hot and running. And with young people, and guys also, the, the mere fact that you find a lot of young people, in churches that speaks volume young people's blood is running it's still hot they wouldn't obey god unless otherwise believe me when i tell you and for this scripture to be written there is now no condemnation for those who in Christ Jesus and it stops the people accepted jesus as though and savior based on falls they're thinking that Jesus is saying, listen, if you have accepted me as Lord and Savior, and you understand, you it's okay for you to continue with your nonsense. As it is, uh, young people in churches are sleeping with each other there. Go to the choir. Go to the choir. Don't go very far. I'm sure right now you're thinking about going very far. Don't go very far. Mm -mm. Go to the choir. The choir, they sleep with one another there. And also, the one who's standing right in front of you preaching, don't go very far. Because of this scripture, it stops there for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yet, the second part, part B, draws the line whether you will go to heaven or not. Who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. You understand? There is condemnation for those who will, who, who did get saved who accepted Christ as Lord and Savior and continued in sin, there is condemnation for those people. Guys, I will tell it like it is. I don't care. Guys, you hate me if you have to. I mean, it's better you hate me for telling you the truth than for you to love me for telling lies. I mean, I mean, 
I mean, you know, understand. So many Bible translations have ignored the second part of this verse. Unfortunately, many will go to hell and be punished because it draws the line between those who will go to heaven and those who go to hell. I have often said that being saved, guys, is not just it. We need to remain saved every day until Jesus comes back. It's an everyday thing. That's why I said um, a babe in Christ will sin. At that time, Jesus is not interested as much in, in, in what you do. But he is interested in what you learn. Actually, that's what churches were for. Churches were, were there to teach us. You know, when Jesus left the church with Peter, he, he, went, he, he, he went to him and he spoke to him. I mean, not to him per se, but to, to all of them. He says, authority in heaven has been given to me. Go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them. You understand? Teaching them to obey everything I've taught you. You understand? And then pastors, they open churches instead of opening clubs. They open churches and, 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 and preach whatever they want to preach. And, and, and go to the Old Testament and find uh, whatever nonsense it is they, they, they want in order to, to support their beliefs. Have you ever asked yourself why there are so many churches on earth with different beliefs? No, just sit down for a second. And, and if you are standing, sit down. Mm -mm, sit down. I'm sitting down because this, this, this is very important. Sit down and ask yourself, why is there only one Bible? But there are so many churches here on earth. Hmm. They will tell you lies. No, it's because we worship in different ways. If that was the case, believe you me, the difference would be in how we sing. Some people enjoy uh, singing fast and loud. Some people enjoy singing, you understand? Like the Roman Catholic people, you understand? If that was the case. Some people enjoy dancing. Some people enjoy being boring like the Roman Catholic Church. Guys, I've got nothing against the Roman Catholic Church. You understand? They are as bad as all the other churches. So don't say that I'm being bashing. I've been bashing this church. Mm -mm. All the churches are uh, preaching nonsense. There's not even a single church here on earth which is still standing on the word of God. I'm pretty sure it was in the beginning when Jesus left it with Peter and, and, the and the disciples. In fact, if you read the Acts of the Apostles, those guys, those guys, I love those guys. See, guys, the only person I really respect is someone who obeys that man upstairs. I really respect that person. Any other person who goes to church and open churches instead of opening clubs and preach all sorts of nonsense, I'm not interested in. You understand? But it is important to understand that, guys, being saved is not just a one-time thing. You Have you ever... Um, uh, listened to Paul, he says that uh, I'm a prisoner of Christ. And he says that I die every day. I think he's speaking to, I think he was speaking to the Philippians. Yeah, I think so. Guys, uh, I'm growing old now, so my memory is not very good. But I think he was speaking to uh, the Philippians. He says, I die every day. What does that mean? It means every day I put this body in check. In fact, he's the guy in the gospel, I mean, in the epistle uh, to the Romans. He says, what a wretched man I am. I want to do good. My spirit wants to do good, but my flesh is standing in the way. It still wants to do bad. Why? Because my flesh does not want to submit under God's laws. In fact, Paul is the one who wrote the, the, this epistle 
to the Romans, the guy is so wise. He's actually the second guy who's close to Jesus' wisdom. The guy is so wise. Jesus gave this guy so much wisdom, and I'm so jealous. You understand? But I'm learning so much. I love this guy. I'm learning so much from him. So we don't get saved, and then, ta-da, finish. I'm going to heaven. You understand? And then you go and sin, left, right, and center. In fact, I had a friend who, long time ago, guys, you see, guys, Okay, I'm, I'm not, I don't like to talk about myself. In fact, there's no need because we, we need to talk about Jesus. But back then, before I got in safe, you know, I used to go to church as well, right? And, you know, we're doing our thinking, you know. You know you, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know, when you're sitting there and you're listening to this hypocrite speaking in, 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 church, in church in front and you're busy thinking about what you were doing with your boyfriend, guys, guys, hello, I wasn't born, uh, saved, I've been there, done that, I've been saying it, you know, so this friend of mine, after I've gotten saved, you know, guys, I, I stopped everything, because the way I got saved is different from many people, you know, encounters, it, it's different, it's way too different, I'm not going to talk about it, nevertheless, I've got proof of a lot of things that this guy write about in, in, in the Bible. That's why I, I'm this harsh because I've seen this nonsense and I'm like, I was doing this nonsense as well. I was nonsensical like them, you understand? But this friend of mine was saying, listen, uh, we need to go to church. And I'm like, why are you so rushing to go to church? Well, uh, I was doing A, B, C, and D. I was there and stuff, stuff, stuff. You know, I'm going to church now. I'm going to uh, get rid of all the sins. I'm going to delete, you know, my actions. <laughs> I'm going to cancel my actions in the name of Jesus. You know, at that time, guys, because pastors are preaching whatever they want to preach, I believe that, okay, if you do whatever wrongs you do, you go to church and then you cancel in the name of Jesus, you ask for forgiveness, you know, you confess. If you confess or whatever you do, you pray and you cry crocodile tears, you know, understand. You make people believe that you are a Christian, but no, you actually crying because you want to cancel your, your sins, you understand. That's what we did, guys. I mean, I mean, guys, I've been there, done that, you know. So, after some time, you know, after realizing the truth and everything, after finding facts about salvation and everything, because, guys, until you find facts, you'll never change. Until that man reveals facts to you. If it doesn't, oh, I'm sorry, but believe you me when I tell you what this guy is talking about in the Bible, 100% right, 100% right. That's all I'm going to tell you. Now, she will go and cancel the, uh, the, the, the things she had done before. It, did it ever work? Listen, it did work for her. Can I tell you why? Yes, the Holy Spirit was no longer in the church. The Holy Spirit left the church buildings Um. We spoke about it in, in phase two of lesson 10, where the rent was veiled, where Jesus was on the cross. The Holy Spirit left the building because, the, because we became the house of the Holy Spirit. So he's no longer in the church. So if you're going to church to cancel sins, you're wasting your time. But why am I saying it worked for this guy? I mean, for this girl. It worked not because uh, the Holy Spirit is there. It's not because she went to church. She was still a baby in Christ. So Jesus kept performing these rituals in heaven because Jesus is our heart, is our um, high priest. He went there to, to become our high priest for those who belong to the kingdom of heaven. You understand? So uh, she was still a babe in Christ. So she was forgiven, doing her things. And, and because she thought that since Jesus was forgiving her at that time, she continued not realizing that the moment you get saved, guys, blood runs out. 
blood is running out. Guys, the moment you get saved, you need to know that blood is running out. You understand? So she continued with sin, continue. That's why the 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 epistle, first John chapter 3, says that he who is born of God does not continue in sin. Because the seed of God will not allow the mere fact that even though you are a babe, the mere fact that you are doing it on purpose. And Jesus at that time is forgiving you because you're still a babe. But the mere fact that you are disobeying him, you oh, I've been doing that thing. Let me go to church and cancel the, that thing. You understand? It means you know. Yes, by Jesus' standard, at that time you don't know. It's ignorant. Yet it sounds as if you do know, but it's ignorant because you just gotten saved. Obviously, you don't know. But the mere fact that you are uttering those words, you understand? You've already condemned yourself by saying that. You understand? So the, the, the moment you get saved, you need to know that blood is running out. So if you are born of God and you are a sheep uh, kind of spirit, you will not disobey him when you know the truth. doesn't matter what you know, but once you know the truth, because the spirit in you will not allow you to disobey him. Because if you have a, a sheep spirit, you are like Jesus. Jesus can't sin. That's why it says that he fought against sin to the point of shedding blood. He couldn't sin. You understand? Because of the spirit that he was. God can't sin because of the spirit that he is. You understand? Satan sinned as an angel because he, he had a wolf sin. Uh, a wolf seed. You understand? Adam and Eve sinned because even though they were spiritually alive and made alive together with Satan, they were of a wolf seed. You understand? But if you are born of God, because being saved is not it. Being saved means that we can say that we're a child of God because now you have become a new. You understand? But God's word needs to go out and Satan's word needs to go out. Then you will choose whose you are. If you choose to disobey him, that means you're choosing who? Satan. Now we know whose you are. Now we know the kind of seed that you are. That's why I've been saying that the people who are homeless, who've never been to church, we look down on them and we think, oh, we are blessed because we've got and D. After this, we're going to heaven. We are not going to heaven. Why? You were given a chance. You had the Bible. You had the message of the kingdom of heaven. You disobeyed. You're going to church. You don't obey him. Therefore, you're not. But that one who's sleeping there under the bridge next to those smelly beans, that person has never been to church, doesn't know, doesn't understand. When they die physically here, they go straight to heaven. No beat about the bush. Jesus forgives them. They never had a chance. I've been saying this all along. Jesus judges based on what you know about him. I don't know, guys, if you understand. So being saved is not it. It's not just it. It's just having your spirit cleansed and becoming spiritually alive. That's becoming like uh, Jesus. But after that, Satan must be released. You understand? Just like we explained in, in part two of this lesson, that in Revelations, it says that after Jesus was on the cross and had given off the blood, people were saved. Satan was released. Why? To deceive the nations, to deceive every nation. You go there and read the book of Revelations. I love that book. But you, 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 it has deceived many because it unlocked. It unlocked. People take it literally. People take it literally. It's like dreams. When you're dreaming, it, dreams are not literal. That's why people of the world don't believe in dreams. They think it's literal. Oh, you dream what? Oh, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. But it carries a message. It's hidden. The message is hidden. Nevertheless, you'll find all of that in section two. 
But what I'm trying to say is, is that once you get saved, you must know that blood is running out. So you need to start obeying him. So there is condemnation for those who are walking by the flesh, who are in Christ Jesus. There is condemnation. If you don't walk according to the flesh, meaning you don't let your, 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 your flesh rule you, then it's okay. How do you know if your flesh rules you? We've already uh, given you in, in part one and part two of this lesson the manifestation, the works of the flesh, the character of the flesh. You need to know the character in order to judge it. You can't judge something you don't know. If I say loving money is the works of the flesh, you need to know it. Then you judge it. You can't just judge. You understand? Matthew 24, 12, 13, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But, the, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Guys, some of us who believe that just, being, uh, that just because we are saved, we should live anyhow. Unfortunately, th that is a word straight from Satan's bosom. I'm telling you. Galatians 5, 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ sets us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You understand, guys? You see, Jesus brought free freedom. In fact, that was the first time I really understood what freedom is. That guy says, you guys are spiritually dead. Adam did this to you. Uh, I'm bringing you the blood. You can become spiritually alive. Then I'm giving you my word. You can obey my teachings. But it's your decision. You can either choose to disobey him and don't get saved. You understand? Or you can get saved and later say, it's so hard. This guy has hard teachings and disobey him. That is freedom. Guys, if I force you to be a doctor, even if it's a good thing to be a doctor here on earth, it's the thing of the earth. It has, it has nothing to do with heaven. God has not blessed you with anything by being a doctor. I've heard people say, I'm a doctor. God has blessed me. Guys, what you do and have comes not from the Father. It comes from the Word. First John 2 verse 15. So whatever we are, it comes not from God. It comes from the world. It's simple as that. You understand? But just because being a doctor or being a lawyer is good here on earth, it doesn't mean that I should force you to be a doctor. If I force you, no matter how good it is, if I force you, that's not freedom. Freedom is me giving you bold uh, journeys, destinations, and you choose. That is why I keep telling you that just because I'm, I keep uh, preaching against sin, 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 sin. I'm not saying do not sin. If you like, you can sin, but be informed. I will not come and tell you that you are blessed. God has blessed you with things of the world. You blessed you with riches. That means I'm not giving you a chance to decide whether you go to hell or heaven after this. That is why I'm telling you the truth. So that you will know the truth and make an informed decision. I'm not forcing you to, to obey God. That's your decision. If you decide to obey God, do I gain anything? Hell to the never. I'm not gaining anything. If you disobey him, I don't gain anything. You understand? So at the end of the day, I'm telling you all these things so that you will make an informed decision. I learned the truth from Jesus. You know, Jesus, one time he healed this guy in the Gospel of John. I remember the chapter. I said I'm old, guys. My mind, is, I can't remember much. But he, he healed this guy. And then he went to him and he asked him if he believes in the Messiah. And the guy said, I don't know him, Lord. I mean, Jesus, he healed this guy and he hid that guy. He healed him and he told him to go to the river of Salom and then wash after wrapping him with that mud. Then Jesus hid, he left. So the guy went down there and he, he did that. He started seeing, so he didn't see Jesus. So later Jesus comes to him and he asks, 
uh, do you believe in the Messiah? And he's like, I don't, uh, who, who is he? I don't know him. And Jesus says, I am he. Do you believe in him? You know, guys, Jesus was not breaking and he was not showing off. Like the guy was walking on water and you'd be like, oh, this guy is breaking. He actually left his disciples so that he would walk on water, so that he'll break, so that they would see who he is. Mm -mm. Jesus, he did all of those things so that they would believe in him, so that they would get saved. So whatever did that, uh, whatever did, uh, uh, whatever Jesus did, he did it so that they will believe. It was never about breaking. It was it was never about showing off. But it was about uh, those uh, hypocrites to believe in him because it says that Jews they ask for miracles. You understand? So Jesus did that so that they will believe it was for them. It wasn't for Jesus. That guy created the sea. So he can obviously say, hey, see, I want to walk. I'm going to these guys. I don't know where they are. So I have to walk. You understand? Jesus could have uh, fled if he wanted to, to them. They would see him flying towards them. He could have done that. You understand? So he was doing all of these things because he wanted them to believe so that they can be saved. Whatever Jesus did and said, you know, him calling himself the word of God and this, we must drink his blood and, and eat his flesh. It wasn't breaking or trying to force us to do anything. It was about him trying to make us believe so that we will be saved. You understand? So uh, at the end, of the day, guys, we need to understand that Jesus gave us freedom. Everything he did, it was for freedom. Showing us all of those miracles, doing all of this so that we will believe. But then, he's not forcing us. That is why he never holds anyone's hand. You understand, you know? I was speaking to my nephew one time, you know, because I speak like this, you know. Uh, so I was speaking to him about, uh, because he was asking me, why don't you go to church? Because I can see you really, 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 really don't do the things people are doing. And I was like, no, uh, going to church is good. But if they preach what is in line with the word. So I was asking me, so can I read the Bible on my own? And I was like, hey, that is a tricky one. Because I don't know if you will be able to understand it. Pastors are not in line. What they're preaching is not in line. Guys, am I saying that all pastors are hypocrites? Mm -mm. 98% of them. The majority I've seen, the majority, whether they mean well or it's on purpose, I don't care. You understand? But so I was, I was, I was telling him that, no, I, I, because long time I used to go to church with him when he was still young. So he said, but you stopped going to church. Yeah, I stopped. Because it's really not fair when you deal with Jesus and the word. They say, don't do this. Then you go to church, you told these are blessings. And you go to church, you are with your peers who are doing the things you've been admonished again. You know, I, you know, guys, I was mad at that man upstairs. I was so angry one time. I was like, why do you tell me not to do this, not to do this, not to do that? The people who are there in churches are doing these very things. And now I'm like a stupid in front of them. You know, I'm like a stupid among them because I'm not doing these things, but they are doing these things and they, and, and, and they are worshipping you. Until he told me that, listen, these people are not preaching my word. You understand? Nevertheless, as I said, I'm not speaking about me here. I'm, the, the most important thing, don't even take my teachings. They're not important. Don't take their pastor's teachings. Just read the God, I mean God's word. I don't know, guys. That man upstairs, he does recruit people himself. He does teach people himself. So he can teach you. 
is well, you understand? Because my, my nephew was asking me, so if you're saying that pastors are not preaching what is right, so who, can I read the Bible by, by myself? And I was like, hey, that's a trick one, you know. But then after that later, I was speaking to daddy, you know. Guys, I don't know how to pray. Let, let me be honest with you, I don't know how to pray. But I speak to them, I sit down and I speak to that man. And I was like, daddy, you have to help this dude. This guy, I don't know how he's going to do it because I cannot lie to him and tell him to go to church. I don't know which church I will send him to, to learn the truth. You understand? So you will have to deal with this guy when the time comes. Because really, 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 guys, even if right now you were to ask me, so which church must I go to so that I'll get the right teachings? I, I can't tell you. I really, 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 really can't tell you. You know, one time back then I was speaking to someone about Jesus and they loved what I was saying. Even though I was harsh, as I am, guys, as you know. So they loved what I, I was saying. So they asked me, okay, so then which church do you go to? So where do I go to? Mm, that was a tricky question. Because I had stopped going to church. Because the message that they are preaching, you understand? I told them, hey, I don't know, pray about it. Pray about it. Or you go to any church. Because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. That, that man was just revealing to me that churches are not preaching what is right? You understand? So it's not for me to go around and tell people to stop going to church, stop going to church. But what I can tell you is that read his word. You understand? He can even explain things to you himself. You understand? Because what he wants is for you to be saved. You know, but if you've been going to church and you've been, you've been doing the wrong things and you're, you're doing those things um, innocently, honestly, he, he, he won't go to hell. You won't go to hell because he knows that you've been receiving nonsense. You understand? So he, he will make amends. You know, his blood is there for that. He's the high priest for that very reason. You understand? So it was for freedom that we were set free. You understand? So it's only freedom when you know the truth. If you don't know the truth, it's not freedom. When you don't know the truth, it's not freedom, guys. I need to make sure that you know both uh, sides so that you can choose. You can make an informed decision. If you say, you know what, I continue with sin. Fine, you continue with sin as long as you know what you're doing. If you say, no, I'm stopping, it's your decision. Obeying that man is very difficult. That's why for me it's difficult to preach about Christ anymore because I know that the demands are too much. The demands are too much. You know, Jesus will often speak to these people in the Gospel of John. You know, and they will say, your teachings are too much. Your teachings are too much to bear. And Jesus will say, that is what I've been telling you, that no one can come to me unless the Father draws them. You understand? His teachings are too much. So I'm even scared to tell people to go to Christ because I can't tell you, stop sleeping with your girlfriend. I mean, will you stop sleeping with your girlfriend or your boyfriend because of Christ? Will you stop loving money and the things of the world because of Christ? Will you stop loving the things of the world because of Christ? You see, it's difficult. Will you stop dreaming about being a lawyer and a, and a doctor and not watch and do God's word? It's hard. It's hard for me to tell people to become Christians because I know that demands. It's too much. It's too much. I tell that man something. It's too much. <laughs> you know, but any, at the end of the day, guys, it, it, it's the, the guy will speak to you himself. The, the guy still speaks. As he spoke, he, he does still speak. He hasn't changed. The Gospel of John 8, 32, 37 says, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. You see, guys, these uh, people, 
they were thinking that they are not slaves and everything. But uh, Paul, in the above scripture in Colossians 1, 5, 1, we said that he says, stand firm then and not be yoked together with, uh, I mean, and not be burdened to again with a yoke of slavery. So Jesus is calling them slaves. So they're like, we've never been anyone's slaves. You know, and Jesus is like, uh-uh, your flesh, your flesh, anyone who sins, is, it is actually the control of the flesh. When your flesh is controlling you, you sin. As I've been saying, if you are empty-minded, you give in to the uh, lust of the flesh. You love money, you love the things of the world, you will sleep around, you will, you understand, you'll do all of these things because of the flesh. So Jesus is saying, you are not free, you are slaves, you are not Abraham's. You say guys with our descendants. In fact, guys, I, I talk too much. But you know, I spoke about this in, in, in phase one, where I was speaking about Abraham. These people, they thought that they were the children of Abraham. So the children, the physical children of Abraham uh, were it, and they will make it to heaven no matter what they do. They will go to heaven just like uh, the people who get saved in this generation. They think that, oh, because we've got the blood of Jesus, we will do anyhow, we'll sin after that because we are... Uh, we are God's children. You're not God's children. You, you, you are not listening to me. These people, the Israelites, Paul explains also. He says that, I actually explained in phase one. He says that the physical children of Abraham are not it. Because when Abraham was striking a covenant with God, with daddy upstairs, it was about Jesus. In other words, uh, Isaac took the place of Jesus and Jesus took the place of Abraham, of Isaac to Abraham. God has a son who is Jesus. Abraham has a son who is Isaac. So God is saying, whatever is mine is yours. Whatever is yours is mine. So you will bring birth to a physical child who is Isaac. But I have my child who is Jesus. Now, your child, all of your all of his descendants, they, they are my children. Who did he refer to? He referred to Jesus because Abraham, I mean, Jesus is actually the Isaac. You understand? So all those who are born after Jesus, who is the Isaac, are the children of God. So Paul was challenging them, saying that you are not the children of Abraham. You've been disobeying God, thinking that you are it. You're not going to go to hell. You're going to hell because you misunderstood what he said. That's why Jesus said, I came to tell you the truth. You understand? They thought that because they were born of Isaac, they, they were it. So they will make it to, to, to heaven. So they, they won't even listen to Jesus. Not understanding not knowing that the isaac god was speaking about the isaac that he was speaking about is jesus so jesus is coming to tell them that i am the son and i will set you free not isaac i am the son god was referring to but he used who isaac so you, your eyes are set on isaac even uh when they were uh led to the wilderness the remnant i mean the children of Israel, they disobeyed him. In fact, from the children of Israel, only um, Joshua and, and Caleb, who actually had a right seed, who actually obeyed God, the rest disobeyed him and they died in their sins. But Caleb and Joshua made it to Canaan from the remnant who was over the age of 21, who were at the military age. But 
all of them, the others, they were just young and, and, and others were born. They're in the wilderness. They made it there. You understand? But it's Isaac, I mean, but it's Joshua and Caleb who made it from that generation. So most of them, they disobeyed God, did not listen to him. Oh, we are children of Abraham. In other words, this is our inheritance. You can obey God and that's your inheritance. They didn't understand that... Oh, there was only a remnant which belonged not to Abraham, I mean, not to Isaac per se, but to Jesus, but who was spiritually dead. Like uh, Abel belonged to Jesus because Abel had a sheep kind of seed. We're talking about this. Abel had a sheep, a sheep kind of seed. So even though he was spiritually dead, all those people, they went to Abraham's bosom. But I don't think Abel went to Abraham's bosom because Abel was before Abraham. If I'm not mistaken, Abel, Abel was before Abraham. So he must have went to a similar place like that. Like all those who were not in, in Israel, you know, who were born at that time, like in Africa, in, in Asia, in, 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 in Europe, you know, all those people who, who, who obeyed their conscience because we spoke about judgment, that those who were not under the law will not be judged based on the law. And those who are who were in the law will be judged by the law. We've spoken about these guys. I'm just touching things up to put you to speed. So Abel was of that sheep, even though he was spiritually dead because of Abraham. So after he died, after he left this room, he went to that place like Abraham's possum, because all those who went to Abraham's possum are people who obeyed God's commands, but they had a dead uh, seed. So when Jesus was on the cross, the, the real Isaac, the real child of God, when he was on the cross, after he left, he went to... Um, to the heart of the earth. He went there to do many things. And one of those things was to preach to the souls there. You understand? So those who who, who obeyed uh, God's laws before the law, or even in, 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 in the time of, of, of Moses, whatever, those people, Jesus had to preach to them and they had to accept him, you understand, as Lord and Savior. And they will leave that place and go and sleep under the altar. You find it in Revelation 6. They will go and sleep under the altar. That, that is why when you read uh, the, 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 the Gospels, when Jesus was on the cross, there were even those who, were, who, who had passed on here on earth, who had died, saints, meaning those who obeyed God, who were raised to life when Jesus was on the cross. That is when those hypocrites believed that, yo, this really was a child of God. You understand? Because of the things that happened during the time. So some were raised to life and they walked about here uh, on the street of Israel. You understand? And others, they went straight uh, to sleep under the altar. You understand? Like the Abrahams and the Moseses and all. All of those people. And m many people also confuse Jesus is um, speaking with uh, Abraham and Moses uh, at his transfiguration. His transfiguration, I think, in the Gospel of Matthew 20, uh, twenty. I know it's the Gospel of Matthew seventeen, where Jesus took uh, Peter, James, and John, his best three, and he was transfigured there by the mountain. And there was uh, Abraham and Moses. Most people believe that God uh, deals with ancestors because of that. They don't understand. Number one, if that man says, do not invoke the dead, do not invoke the dead. But Abraham and Moses did not come from heaven for they, their spirit was still dead. They had, they were spiritually dead. They had a dead sin. Jesus's blood uh, was not available at the time. You understand? So they came from that place, from Abraham's possum. 
and went to speak to Jesus where at the mountain. And then they went back. They, they could not have gone to heaven because of their seed. You understand? If you understand uh, what salvation did, guys, if you understand the work of the cross, it's difficult to understand because it's actually uh, a level of, of the courts. That the work of the flesh is the level of the court. So it's hard to understand, you know. We, we appreciate, you know, our Lord making it known to us because uh, we are not in the level of the court. But for him to make us understand all these things, nevertheless, guys, we know in part and we understand in part and we see in part to understand. So I don't know much, you know, but what I do know, you know, I'll try to give to people. And nevertheless, these people were claiming that they were uh, Abraham's descendants. So in other words, they can sin their right and say, just says, mm -mm, you have it all wrong. You have it all wrong. Just like this generation, they think, oh, because children, so they're sinning right and center. They're thinking, oh, because if you, after being saved, you continue in sin. After knowing the truth, you die spiritually. You need to understand that don't, don't have your hope in, 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 in wrong things. That's what I was saying once uh, in one of the teachings that I don't know those people who were, who were saved and continued in sin. Where is their hope set on? I don't know. Because it's not in the blood of Jesus. Jesus' blood, guys, came for those who sinned in ignorance. You understand? I was born a sin. I was born spiritually dead. You understand? Because of Adam. So Jesus' blood came because of that. I sinned. I did things left, right, and center. And I did them because I was a sinner. You understand? Now, his blood is not for those sins committed in, on purpose, but only in ignorance. That's why he says children do not sin, but if you sin, there is blood. And then he says, uh, when you have received the knowledge of the truth, do not continue. He says that when you have received the, the knowledge of the truth, they no longer remain sacrificed for sins. But hell, you understand? So he doesn't forgive. You actually become his enemy. As I've seen, most of people, uh, most of the people are there in churches praying to someone who's their enemy. In fact, God is not even in churches. You understand? So you, these people, they thought wrong. Oh, no, we've never been a slave of anyone. How can you say that? And Jesus is like, hey, 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 listen, I'm that son. Before Abraham was, I am. Oh, they shut up. They took uh, stones to, uh, you know, to kill him. They, they didn't like the truth. They didn't like that. You understand? Nevertheless, guys, uh, to a certain extent, I don't blame them for thinking like that. I mean, Jesus said things that will just rock your mind. <laughs> but the guy is good. He is who he says he is. If there's one thing you should know, the guy he is who he says he is. Uh, Revelations 8, 2-4 to says, With a mighty voice he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a home for demons and a haunt for every evil spirit, a haunt for every unclean and detestable bed. For all nations have drunk the burdening wine of the maiden wine of her adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in his sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. You see, guys, we are rich. It's not God who's blessing us. In fact, Babylon, Babylon here, here stands for the whole earth, the earth, Babylon. So the earth is filled, is a home for demons, you understand? And it says that it is a home for demons, uh, for every evil spirit, a haunt for every unclean and accessible bed. For all nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich. <coughs> Sorry grow rich from her excessive luxury. You understand? We're running after luxury and all. It's not God who's blessing us. Guys, I don't know. Guys, th this guy has been trying to tell us the truth. We don't like it. You see, guys, just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not it. You see me, guys, 
the day I understood the purpose of the truth, I started loving the truth. I started loving the, that day I understood the purpose of the truth. The truth hurts and it's right in hurting so that you will change. Because if you're not hurt, I mean, that's why we don't change. I mean, that's why we, we don't like his word. We change it. We go to church. We open churches instead of opening clubs. We open churches and preach our own nonsense. We don't want his word. His word hurts. Painful. So we don't like it. So we change it. You understand? The truth hurts. But I understood that its purpose is what was never meant to hurt me. It was meant to change me. It's simple as that, guys. It was meant to change me. Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 13 to 14 says, Enter through the narrow gates, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. Guys, many people are indulging in all these luxuries and, and understanding all these sexual sins and, 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 and everything, guys, we've mentioned in this lesson, guys, we are finishing up now. So Jesus says that many people choose the wrong path. The wrong path, it's easy. It's easy, guys. It's so easy to sin. Right now, I can go outside and, and come back a sin. I'm, I'm telling you, it's so easy, so easy. But obeying that man is difficult to understand. So not everyone, guys, who call him Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of the Father will enter. You understand? He's heaven. You see, guys, I've explained. Because many people will be like on that day, Oh, but God, I prophesied in your name. I healed in your name. I performed miracles in your name. You understand? So you find these pastors, they appear on TV or wherever they are, they, they are performing miracles. Yet they sleep around. Uh, outside marriage, yet they love the things of the world. They're preaching all sorts of blessings and nonsense. What, what, what? They love money and preaching riches. And you'd be like, but they are going to heaven because they are performing miracles. They are healing. They are prophesying. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Doesn't work like that. You see, guys, I've been saying this. That man upstairs, it doesn't take away his gift. He gave Satan powerful gifts. And Satan used those gifts against him. That's stupid. He used that gift against him. He said, oh, this Moho has given me so much powers. I'm going to use them against him. Guess what? It was to his de demise. You understand? It was to his demise. Now, you find that these pastors, they're performing all these miracles, healing and, 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 and prophesying and what, what. And they, they, they think that they will go to heaven even though they, 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 they don't obey him because just because they called him Lord. Uh-uh. It's only he who does my will. He says, he is, Jesus says in the gospel of Matthew 7, I will deny them. I never knew you. How? How can you say you didn't know me? Yesterday, I, 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 I passed on here today. Yesterday was Sunday. I was in church. How can you say you don't know me? I don't know you. Why? You continued going to church. You were sinning. You did not obey my laws. And how? But I was healing. But I was performing miracles. But I was prophesying. Yes. Why? I never took my gift. He doesn't take his gift. He never makes that mistake of taking his gift. You understand? You'll continue with that gift. So you, you see, guys, with me, when I know that you are prophesying or you are a dreamer, because there are a lot of people who are dreamers, who dream dreams, dream dreams, because I'm talking about dreams, not talking about dreams. I'm talking about dream dreams. You know what I'm talking about? Dream dreams, not just dreams. <laughs> anyway, so these people, even if they do disobey God, they will continue dream dreams, but it's going to be the wrong spirit now. Why? Satan takes over and he continues with the gift. The guy will continue. That's why you find we sing like birds, but we sing word music. 
Satan is using that gift. You understand? And also you'll say, oh, so I should sing the gospel music. Ah, listen to the gospel music and tell me if it's gospel. Tell me if it's real gospel. I, I haven't heard a gospel song that is really gospel. I haven't, guys. I'm, I, I wish Jesus sang. I really wish Jesus could sing. At least I'll be listening to gospel. You understand? So with your gift, you can dance. You have that gift. It's a physical gift. You are created with it. It was, was it taken away because you were spiritually dead. Hell to the never. You can sing like a bird. It wasn't taken away. It's not going to be taken away. It's not. You will keep dancing. It's not going to be taken away. You understand? So the same is true. When you become spiritually alive, there are these spiritual gifts he gives. He doesn't take them when you uh, disobey him. That's why you hear people speaking in tongues and all, and you're like, how? You're speaking in tongues. The person is still speaking in tongues. Yes, the person sleeps around. Yes, the person loves money. Yes, the pastor is preaching the things of the world, his blessings and preaching riches. Why they are they still speaking in tongues? It's because it's a gift. Speaking in tongues is a gift. So when you disobey him, it's not going to go away. You continue speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is also a, a spiritual language. Satan is a spirit as well. You understand? What do you think they speak there in the second heaven? No, tell me. What do you think they, they, they speak there? They speak your language. The one you speak in church. <laughs> If you don't obey that man upstairs, guys, I'm telling you, you won't know. That's why I said, um, that, that is why I said that um, you're not, you won't be judged when you uh, make it to that place. Your judgment is on this side. That Use that law. That law was given to us so that we can judge ourselves. You understand? Use that law and judge yourself. Find out if you are still on the right track. Change if you have to. Change if you have to. So if you are a dreamer and you're prophesying and what what and you are my friend, you've been telling me dreams, but you start disobeying God, you continue in sin. Because you see, guys, we might be going to church and you just gotten saved and you're both going to church. Uh, we, don't, we don't even know if what pastors are preaching is right or wrong. We will take what they are saying. So Jesus will not hold it against us. But then later we find out the truth and I stop. You continue. Do you seriously think that just because we're a dreamer, you'll continue telling me dreams. I will send you a message, a hot one. Never tell me messages again. Why? You continued in sin. And now I know I know that mm -mm, it's no longer, it's no longer the one who was in you. How? But I was doing that thing even before. Yes, you were a child. Now he has realized that you are doing it on purpose. Therefore, it's a decision. He's left you. So Satan has taken over. I'm not going to be listening to that moho. That, that moho will continue using that gift. So people will be like, oh, Jesus, but I healed. I... So, 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 so if you healed, so, I mean, guys, hello. You are happy I'm not God. <laughs> but guys, we are done. Uh, I, I, I hope you enjoyed this lesson as much as I did. I enjoyed it, but damn, it's painful. Uh, conclusion, guys, Galatians 5, 1921, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fit of rage, selfish ambition, deception, fashion, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live in like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. You understand? So, guys, what is important to understand is that the flesh is dead and there's nothing, guys, we can do about it. The only thing we can do is what is to control it. You understand? We don't even have to feel guilty. 
about desiring opposite sex. Guys, you don't have to feel guilty that you have those, you know, you know, your hormones have changed. Now you, 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 you're wanting this. You feel like having sex and stuff outside marriage. Don't feel guilty about that. Just don't give in into it. You understand? Don't feel guilty that you love money. I mean, guys, I love money. My flesh loves money. Ain't nothing I can do about it. I can't perform any miracles. Jesus would not perform anything about that. You understand? So I simply have to control it. I love things of the world, but it's not going to help me if I continue in sin. You understand? So don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. You understand? Even if you feel jealous, don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. Craving alcohol, don't feel bad. Uh, guilty. Don't feel bad. Hating people, don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. You understand? Those things must be there. It's not your fault. That one is Abraham. I mean, that one is Adam's fault. But you can't blame me anymore. You know, we, we can't blame me anymore, guys. I, 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 I know that, you know, you guys be like, why do you say we can't blame him anymore? Yes, Jesus, you've explained Jesus gave us the blood and we are spiritually alive and the word is there to obey, but the flesh is giving us problems. Damn, you are admitting that the flesh is giving you problems. Yes, I'm admitting my flesh is giving me problems. But you see, guys, just sit down and think about it. If... If just sit down, guys, and, 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 and think about that man upstairs wisdom. So, sometimes I sit down and I say, hey, that man, he's so wise. His, 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 his foolishness is really wiser than our wisdom. You see, guys, if Adam was a, a wolf kind of a sheep, meaning he would not obey God, yet he was created. And, and the, I mean, he, he, he obeys God and Satan doesn't kill him. Meaning that there are many people who were in his loins who would not have loved God. They would not have known because they would not have to fight for it. You understand? So uh, because they are spiritually alive and they, there's nothing giving them problems. You understand? The flesh is not giving them problems. And, and if Adam had hurled uh, Satan further down by obeying God, Satan could not have entered the world. Satan could have gone down straight with his angels to hell at that time, right? So we'll be here on earth forever and no one will go to hell. But there are people who would not have enjoyed obeying God. You understand? So obviously, by God putting the first man who had a wolf kind of a seed, uh, a man who would disobey him, he was giving himself a chance for us to fight for him as well. I don't know if you understand it because if Adam is now spiritually dead and the flesh is dead as well and he gives birth to uh, children who are spiritually dead and, 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 as well as the flesh, if you love God, Jesus brought the blood and the teachings, we can obey him, but the flesh is giving you problems. In other words, there is something that you have to fight for. You have to fight against the flesh just to be with your father. You have to fight against the flesh just to be with your Lord. Just like Jesus fought for us, we need to fight for him. You understand? So I sit down and I'm like, hey, some people would be like, oh, God was a fool. He was defeated by Satan. Guys, that is why I said in one of the lessons, I said, even his loss is a win. You must know that when God loses, you must know that that is a win. I mean, on the cross, guys, we all know. He was winning, but it was a loss in the eyes of people. So the same thing happened. So I hear people who sometimes say, oh, God was defeated by Satan right there in the beginning. And I'm, sorry, I'm like, it's because you don't know. It's because you don't know that man's wisdom. Even his loss is a win. Never look down on his losses. Why? It's a win. 
It's a win. So by him allowing Satan to enter and putting the first man here on earth with a wolf kind of a sheep, a man who will disobey him after knowing the truth, he was doing it so that we will have something to fight for. You understand? Now we are fighting against our flesh so that we will be with him, so that we will go to heaven. You understand? In other words, we want, I want. It's not like, oh, Adam is spiritually alive, Satan is held further down to to hell, so we're all uh, going to live with God forever. You understand? In other words, nobody fought for it. We are going to fight for it. You understand? So, at the same time as well, he was also separating, you know, the chaff from the wheat. You understand? It helps him as well to separate uh, those who love him from those who don't love him. You understand? So, it's a good thing. And you, and some of you might be like, okay, well, if you're saying that churches are filled with people who are spiritually dead, then Satan is won. Satan didn't win. It's God who's won again. Why? That man never loses. Even his loss is a win. You have to sit down and be like, daddy, tell me, how did you win here? Because it looks like you, you've lost. You know, he understands that I've got the human mentality. You know, I don't have the capacity to understand uh, big things. You know, I mean, guys... God is wise, you know. I don't have that capacity to think like him, you know. So I sit down. Guys, you see, I realize the truth and I accept the truth. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm realistic, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not God, so I'm not that clever. You know, I'm dumb like you. You understand? I'm foolish like you. I've got that mind. But I sit down and I ask him, hey, 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 tell me, how did you win here? It doesn't look like a win. How did you win here? You, you know, you'll be like, oh, Satan has won because he's won people living in churches. Pastors are preaching their own nonsense. So Satan has won because he's won people in churches. Because you read Second Thessalonians 2, it says that Satan will enter the body of Christ. Who is the body of Christ? Those who have been saved. Those who have been born again. It says Satan will enter the body of Christ and deceive people and they will die again. That's the great apostrophe. It's great apostrophe. I forgot, I forgot what, it's called, what it's called. But you go to Second Thessalonians 2. Nevertheless, so uh, Satan did not win. God won. How did God win by people dying spiritually after being, after Jesus brought the blood? Well, if you go to the teachings, you will realize Jesus says, I died for my sheep. Jesus said, I am willing to lay down my life for the sheep. He says the blood is for the whole world because everyone entered the world. That's why even in, in his prayer, he says, guys, he says, God, he says, Father, righteous Father, I'm not praying for the world. I'm praying for those who believe in me. Believing in him is obeying him. So if you think you called him Lord, Lord, and went to church and you cried crocodile tears and you disobey him, you think that's believing in him, you're lying. Jesus didn't die for you. Yes, the blood is available for you. Guys, I'm sorry for dishing out this truth. It, they were actually reserved for the second section. Nevertheless, Jesus says, I died for my sheep. So Jesus died for his sheep. He laid down his life for the sheep. You, do you seriously think that Jesus will uh, go to the cross and, 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 and guys and be beaten like that? The guy prayed a prayer that was not, that was almost not answered in the garden of, of Gethsemane. He says, he said, Father, let this cup pass away from me. And quickly corrected that. Why? He didn't want to die anymore. He was thinking about the pain he was going to go through. Do you seriously think that Jesus will go through so much pain for people who will not obey him? Because that guy knew that people will, won't obey him. That's why he says those. Uh, he says that his elect were, were, were chosen before the creation of the world. So he died for people he knew for a fact would obey him. 
So if you think that, oh, God has lost again, Satan has gained people in the world, even in churches, pastors have changed the message so that people will like them and they died again because they're preaching what Jesus did not preach. No, God did not lose. He, he lost the people who don't love him. It's simple as that. Is that tell me now, is it a loss? Now, if you are uh, a girl or a woman and there's this guy who's proclaiming his love for you and then later the guy is cheating on you, you find out uh, later that he's cheating on you be, before you even marry him. Is that a loss for you? Huh. If you're stupid, you think that's a loss. A wise person will tell you, it's not a loss. It's a good thing I found out early. Why? Now that I know. Now that I know. Get out. Get away. Go. Because I've realized you don't love me. You understand? So it's the same thing. God did not lose by pastors changing the message, making sure people are happy. You understand? God did not lose by people disobeying him and, and dying spiritually after the blood was made available. Because we think, oh, it was all for nothing. So God did all of that for nothing. No, he didn't do it for nothing. He knows that his seed, his sheep will obey him. He knows that there are people who... Jesus even says in the Gospel of John, he says, no one will snatch them away from my hand or my father's care. Because what God has given me is greater than all. Jesus appreciates his sheep Jesus appreciates people who obey him and believe because believing in him is obeying him. Jesus appreciates those people. He loves them. He says, I'm willing to die for them. Instead, in fact, he says, I will die for them. He died for them. Yes, the blood is available for everyone. Listen to his prayer. Listen to that guy's prayer. Gospel of John 17. He says, Father, I'm not praying for the whole world. I'm not. I'm praying for these ones and those who will believe in me through their message. Meaning those who obey me through their message. You understand? And you think that God has died for you. You disobey. Oh, Jesus died for me. I'm going to disobey him. You're joking, right? You think that guy went to the cross for you. You, 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 you keep on sinning left, right, and Satan. You think that guy went to the cross for you. That's nonsense. That's rubbish. If you were told that Jesus died for you, you keep on sinning knowing the truth. You were told a uh, wrong message. You were misled. That's why you're doing what you're doing. So that guy never loses. He never, you understand? So it is important, guys, that we understand that all these are the works of the flesh. You understand? Yes, Jesus gave us the blood, but the flesh is there. And we've explained that it helps God so that we can fight. We will have something to fight. Because imagine, guys, if it was Moses. Imagine, guys, if it was Moses who was the first man. All of us, Satan would have been hauled down, further down, because Moses could have obeyed God, just like he did, you understand? Moses was spiritually dead, but he was able to obey God. So Moses could have obeyed God, and Satan would have been uh, hauled further down to hell. And Satan would have went to hell right at that time with these angels. No one else would go there, you understand? And all of us would be here enjoying forever here on earth. But on our side... No one would have said, hey, I fought because I love this man. You guys, whatever you fight for, you see, guys, whatever you fight for, you love the thing. You love the thing you fight for. Jesus fought for his sheep. You understand? He loves his sheep. We know that. So his sheep must also fight for him. They must fight the flesh. Paul says, I fight every day. I die every day. What a wretched man I am. You know, also once he says that, mm, you know, uh, I have to depart from it now. I don't know whether I should go or I should leave. Hmm. I'd rather be with my Lord. But I also have to teach you this 
for the sake of the gospel, I have to be with you. Yo, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, guys, the guy is confused. He doesn't know. <laughs> but the guy fought every day. He says, I fight every day, I die every day. And you keep on sinning, Lord, and say, are you sleeping with people you're not married with? After knowing the truth, you're running after money. You're running after things of the world. And you, and you think Jesus died for you. Come to me, I'll tell you exactly as it is. I'll tell you what time it is. So, guys, we need to understand that the flesh is giving us problems. We need to start study our flesh. You understand? We, we have, we, we've been told uh, from Colossians 5, 21, the, the works of the flesh, the manifestation of the flesh, so we know them. So there's no need to pray. Guys, you see, we did, I think, also in, 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 in this phase, phase three, lesson two, we, lesson one and lesson two, we were speaking about salvation and we spoke about complete salvation in, in, in lesson two of this phase. We said that you don't have to pray only. In fact, prayer is the last weapon given. The first weapon was what? Was the truth. The first weapon was what? Was the truth. You understand? So you know the truth and, and everything. Then salvation is also a weapon. You need to be saved. If you're not saved, it's not a weapon against Satan. You know the truth. It's a weapon against Satan. You understand? It's peace, the gospel of peace. It's, it's a weapon against Satan. It, it, it's what? It's, it's righteousness. Righteousness, doing right deeds that, that God wants, that is a weapon against Satan. You understand? Faith, having faith in what He said, keeping what He said, believing what He said, that is a weapon against Satan. Then it's the Word, He's giving us His teachings, it's a weapon against Satan. Then it's prayer, the last weapon. You understand? So there are different um, uh, weapons we, we are given in order to fight against Satan. You understand? We can fight Him. You can fight him. You need to know all this truth. Don't rely on prayer. You go to church and you're going to cancel. You can't cancel. As, guys, any action can never be canceled by prayer. You only don't do it. The only way to cancel an action, don't, don't do it. You understand? Sometimes you find people saying, but I've asked for forgiveness. Yes, I've cheated on you, but I've asked for forgiveness. Hello? Hello? Forgiveness doesn't remove anything. You, the only way you can... Uh, wipe away your action is make sure you sit down before you act don't do it it's simple guys we reap what you sow guys we reap what you sow what we sow it's easy as that there's nothing we can do about it there's nothing we can do about it right um anyway guys we are done guys uh jesus has made sure that we are cleansed so we have to just make sure that we escape all these tendencies because they are not helping us all right thank you